1: By now, all of us are aware of COVID and the impact that the virus is having collectively on our community uh, and us as individuals. And it appears that every day the virus is hitting closer and closer to home for many of us. With us this morning to talk about his recent bout Uh, with COVID is Anthony Tibbs, a local promoter uh, and marketer here in the Seattle area. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm blessed. blessed to be here to tell my story. I I know that's right. Um, Anthony, I believe you caught COVID just over a month ago um, and have recovered from the initial impact of the virus uh, and are still dealing with some effects of the virus. Is that correct?
0: That's correct. That is definitely correct. All right.
1: Now, um, were you vaccinated prior to contracting COVID or not?
0: No, no, I'm I'm actually still not vaccinated. Um, still thinking about it, though.
1: Okay, um, and well, I understand. Are you able? To, I didn't. i I'm, I guess there's some some uncertainty as well because I know I've got conflicting reports because I don't know how long it has been since you tested negative. But I know there's like a a waiting period before you can actually um, get um, vaccinated after you've um, gotten over COVID to make sure that you maintain the efficacy of the. Um, of the uh, vaccine. So are you still in that period or out of that period or where are you? Um,
0: I think I'm not exactly sure, but I, I think I can go get vaccinated now. I know what there is definitely a waiting period. Uh, my daughter, a month before, no, not a, maybe three weeks before I caught COVID, COVID, my daughter also caught COVID and, and it was really bad, really bad. But now she's vaccinated. And now she's uh, she's really pushing me to go ahead and get it done as well.
1: Right. And uh, let's talk about, you know, I guess your, uh, for lack of a better term of either hesitancy or concern or, you know, what it is about um, the vaccine or getting vaccinated um, that um, has you, I guess, on the bubble or on the fence about whether or not to get vaccinated or not.
0: it's a few things i i have had a, a friend i graduated with from high school and uh he kind of had the same issues i have i'm i'm diabetic and i have high blood pressure and uh he got the vaccination and uh three weeks later he passed um and i know that's it's not the same with everybody but you know that was one thing um my nephew vaccinated he uh he got COVID. i understand it doesn't stop you from catching COVID, but, um, I mean, he had COVID and he had it pretty bad as well. Um, me, uh, it's just, I guess a lot of the media, a lot of stuff I'm hearing, a lot of stuff I'm reading, um, and, and then different, different types, you know, different types of the vaccination. Some are good, some are bad, you know, um, just things and, and worried, you know, uh, that, that things can go wrong and don't know exactly what's going to happen you know, two, three years, five years, ten years down the road after you get the vaccination. So just things like that, thinking about things like that.
1: Okay. And I and I asked this question because I know a lot of people in a listening audience are probably thinking to themselves, okay, that um and and we'll get into um the your experience with COVID here in a minute. But um in going through what you went through with COVID, um mm-hmm. I would think, and I'm sure other people would think that that experience would have you, you know, really more eager to seek out um, getting vaccinated than still being on the fence. Um, and so I guess people would wonder why or how somebody would go through the experience of, of COVID with a, uh, you know, a more of a severe case of COVID um and still kinda of be on the fence about whether or not to get vaccinated. Can you kinda of talk about that a little bit of that that thought process or what that's like? And is it something that's well, kind of, you know, tearing at you each way on a daily basis?
0: Yeah, it is. it's it, it definitely tearing at me each way. Um you know, before I caught COVID, i mean, I was totally against the, the vaccination. There's no way I was not gonna get it, you know. It's just it's just nah, I'm not getting that. Um but since, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was severe. It was very severe, and I, I definitely wouldn't wish that on anyone. I definitely don't want to go through it again, um, and I want to make sure I protect my family, and I am protected. So, um, I mean, I'm strongly thinking about doing it, getting it done. I mean, I, my daughter's definitely not going to let up, and I don't blame her now after what she, what she saw and what she witnessed. So, I mean, I'm definitely leaning more towards getting it than not.
1: All right. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, your um, experience uh, with COVID um, because, you know, you, you, you con- contracted COVID, I think, by the time you developed symptoms um, that were concerning to you. You were actually out of town at the time. So uh, can you talk about uh, that uh, your, the initial experiences you had with COVID, the symptoms that you actually experienced and, you know, what that process looked like um, very early on before you even um, got tested and realized that you actually uh, had COVID.
0: Well, um, initially, it was just um, my symptom was my eyeballs, like really, really sore. I couldn't touch my eyes. I uh, couldn't look hard down, um, up or side to side. Um, but no other symptoms. I wasn't coughing none of that. Um, didn't feel like I had a fever or anything like that. I just it just my eyeballs. And then, yeah, you're right. I I, I left town. Um, and when I got there, um I just I was doing a lot of walking. So I went to Disneyland you know, uh Knoxbury Farms, Universal Studios. So I did a lot of walking. As I was walking, I started feeling like the fatigue and the, and the um like the, the, the hot flashes. And, you know, what I mean, I, I was having chills. And one minute I'm freezing cold, the next minute I'm burning hot and I'm sweating. But you got to understand, it, it was like 88 degrees, 90 degrees there. So I'm just thinking, you know, maybe it's just because it's hot and I'm doing a lot of walking. Um, to be honest with you, I think that that, that might have really helped me. 'Cause I walked a lot of that out like a lot I sweated a lot. Um I pushed through, I was tired, I was very, very tired. Um, but I pushed through so I was walking at least six, seven hours each day. Um and then uh got to the hotel doing a lot of sweating, a lot of sweating. I could tell I was hot. I wasn't sure if I had uh a temperature, but um I just a lot of sweating, a lot of just tired. Um, it got bad on, the, on the, the fourth day I was there to the point where I couldn't even walk one of the parks. I had to just go to the car and go to sleep. Um, so I was in the car probably about four hours before my family actually came back to the car, um, pushed my way back to the hotel, took everything in me to get up and, and get to the airport to get back home. The then I got home, I went straight to the, went to the doctor. Was at the ER, and uh, I told her about what I was what I was experiencing—the headache, the, the chills. I was in there sweating at the time, and then um, they see you know within the hour I'm freezing cold, um, uh, shaking, and then she showed me it was probably COVID. Test came back about I don't know about an hour, and uh, she confirmed it was COVID. But I was doing a lot of shaking. I mean, like, really shaking like bad, Uh, eyeballs still hurting. Um, Yeah, it's like the worst feeling in the world. I mean, I've I've had a flu. I've had colds. but This was like the worst feeling I've ever felt.
1: Wow. And um, did they, um, were you hospitalized at all, or did they wind up sending you home and uh, you had this, uh, spend most of your time at home quarantining?
0: Now, you know, they these hospitals are full, right? So what I did is uh, I was there probably about seven, eight hours. Because I be honest, you, there's a am not even sure of the infusion. I don't know the name of it, but there's an infusion that they can give you. Um, and they talked to me about it. I read the side effects in the same situation. You know, I'm on the fence. Like, ah, he told me, I'll give you an hour to go ahead and think about it called my cousin who went through covid who almost didn't make it in alabama i called her and i talked to my daughter and they told me all oh, get it go ahead get it so i i took the infusion and then i had to stay there another day they monitored me for an hour and then after that they released me but like i said i was there for like seven eight hours um the place was packed um they told me that they were going to monitor me from home in quarantine so every few hours i get a text I would have to take my temperature. They gave me that. Um, that also I would check my heart because they told me that my um breathing was good. Um, I didn't have any even breathing problems or anything like that. Um, they just want to make sure I didn't um catch pneumonia. But um I mean it, it it that that was like the craziest experience. Once I got the infusion, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm shaking so bad. Everything. It's shaking. Once I once I I left the hospital, after the hour they monitored me, I left, came home, I couldn't put my key in the door, shaking so bad. I mean it was crazy. It took me it probably took me twenty minutes to get in my bed. I had to stand on the side of it. I couldn't even lift my legs up to get in the bed. I finally flopped over in the bed and just shook for a while. I think that went on for about um, a few hours. And then I finally calmed down and said I didn't have the energy to go back to the hospital. Didn't want to call 911, didn't want to go back to the hospital, just wanted to see if the the shaking would stop. But yeah, it was, it was, they marched me from home um, the whole time to make sure that I was straight.
1: Yeah. Did you, um, did you think the worst um, during this time? Did you, you know, were you starting to think about, you know, calling, you know, loved ones and. That nature, where you're just too weak to really do anything. I just kind of were, you know, laying there in the bed, and we're like, well, you know, hopefully, you know, tomorrow's a better day, but I'm not quite sure.
0: I'll tell you, um, definitely think the worst. You know, you start thinking about getting, you know, not having your house in order and having the things straight to it that you need to have done. Um, yeah, I mean, I too weak to, to really call anybody. I, I couldn't talk. I couldn't hold any conversations. I finally, once the shaking stopped, I text my kids to tell them everything, exactly where the life insurance policy was. You know, <laughs> bank accounts had to get in everything, and um, just, just everything. Yeah, so, but that's yeah, that's 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 definitely the, that w- what was on my mind is to make sure I get my house in order and and, and depression. Started setting in after a little while, you know, because, yeah, I'm I'm definitely thinking I didn't think I was going to make it at all. There's no way. I mean, the the crazy thing is the day that I entered the hospital, I got a group text from uh, all my frat brothers, you included, (laughs) um, about one of our frat brothers passing from COVID. He had just passed. That was the same day that I entered the hospital. And my response was, I'm in the hospital. But yeah, it, 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 it took a lot.
1: Yeah. Anthony, um, do you know how you contracted COVID? I mean, you mentioned earlier that your daughter um, had COVID, so I don't know. Did you, did you maybe go see her and visit her, come in contact with her? Uh, I'm not saying that was the case. Or uh, maybe you got it from somewhere else. Do you have any idea where and uh, when you might have gotten it? Or is it something that just really came out of the blue and you just have no idea?
0: I have no idea. Now my my daughter was almost a month before that and I didn't I know I wasn't around her at all. Um she ended up in the ICU. I didn't see my daughter until after she got out. Um and she had, you know, of course she had to, she was in the ICU like a week and a half. Wow. And uh wow. yeah, and she got How, tested how old is your how old twice. is your daughter? 34.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Um, yeah, she,
1: she has asthma, so she has a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, Anthony, you know, we're running uh, up against a, uh, some, some time constraints here, but I really uh, wanted to ask you, you know, why did you feel it was important for you to share your story with others? Because um, you could have just not said anything and just concentrated on your own recovery, um, but you chose to um, come out and, and share your experience with others. Why did you decide to do that?
0: My main thing is to make sure that, you know, I see a lot of stuff on social media. Um, People talking about it's a hoax, you know, it's this, it's that. I'm telling you, it's real. I want to make sure people know, but it's it's definitely real. And if you're thinking about it, think harder, you know, and if you're not thinking about it, you need to be thinking about it, that vaccination and and taking care of yourself, you know, vitamins and different things. I I, I did get a lot of help from some friends, um, some really close friends and family, about um certain vitamins to take. Actually, you know, the hospital never told me any of these any of this at all. It just told me to go home and monitor you. Um so I just felt like, you know, um if I can help somebody, you know, make a decision or or just know that it's real. It's it's not a joke at all. And it is definitely the worst feeling you're gonna feel. So um I just I don't know. Just feel like I if if if, if I can tell somebody exactly what happened with me, maybe um, prevent them from going through the same thing.
1: Right. And Anthony, before I let you know, this is my last question for you. You know, um, I, and I understand that you're kind of on the fence now that you went through COVID about getting the vaccine or not. However, um, with hindsight being 2020, um, if you were in a position where you could have gotten the vaccine, corrected COVID, would you have taken the vaccine uh, before, uh, ahead of time, knowing what you know now, and what you went through?
0: <laughs> that's a good question um to be honest with you yeah i think i would i i'm pretty sure i would have taken that vaccine because i tell you like i said i really didn't think i was gonna make it yeah this day, well, I, I didn't i didn't eat if i didn't eat for four days i just you know sweated sure, couldn't get up couldn't take showers none of that
1: well, Anthony, we're sh- really short on time. I'd love to have an extended conversation with you. Maybe we might do this uh, at another point in time, too, When, you, especially when you're further down and we're into your recovery mode, because I know you're still going through the recovery and you're still experiencing some symptoms that you didn't have before, including you now have a cough. I'm just going to put that out for listening on so they have some background. But I want to thank you for joining us on today's show. Glad you're still here um, with us, and I want to thank you for you know sharing your story with our um, community here so uh, people can think of. A little differently about this virus and realize that it's real and it's not a hoax. Thank you. I appreciate it. Doing good work, Chris. Thank you. Thank you.